Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this is episode 30. How did we get to 30? I don't know. It's amazing. (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about spirit encounters slash ghost stories. So this is like kind of our theme for October. This is when the veils are thinning, right? As we move towards Samhain here in the Northern Hemisphere or you might be moving towards Beltane if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Either way, if you're looking at the wheel of the year, traditionally we start to talk about the veils thinning, which means the veil between the worlds is getting thinner. It's easier to access the spirit world. It's easier to access like basically other dimensions. Um, So I thought, and Veronica thought, we thought together Mm -hmm. that it would be great time to talk about Spirit Encounters. And what's really cool about this month is we're actually going to be sharing some um, extra podcasts that some of our listeners and friends have tuned in and shared their Spirit Encounters. So we have a lot of great stories to share this month. Um, But Veronica is going to kick it off for us today and share one of her stories with us. We both have so many, but (laughs) tell me your story, Veronica. Thanks, Emily. Um, Now, sit down, everyone. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Or be driving in your car, wherever you're going to be. So this story takes place about three years ago. Um, I was needing to find a new home. So we were looking at some houses, and it was coming to a point, um, my family and myself, that we were really having to get a house. Um, the house that we were living in had sold. Um, there was a time frame involved. The house that we put, whatever. It was like there's all this stuff that happened. Um, well, one night I had a dream, and I dreamt about this house, this dark house with wooden walls, and it was super dark. And there were spirits in this house and it was a dark house and it wasn't, it, it felt heavy. And I was trying, I was, I was like in this house and couldn't get out of this house. Um, well, the next morning our realtor called us and said, I have a house for you to come look at. And as we drove up to this house, the whole outside of the house was dark wood was made of this dark wood paneling and I just had this feeling of dread like just wash over me and I was like I no I can't no I can't go in there I can't this house is a no for me like right away but I wasn't buying the house I was coming along for the ride I'm a renter so I'm like okay I'm I'm gonna come along for the ride I will go inside I will look at the house and I will walk through I did not want to walk through the door but I did Um, and as I walked through this house, I pretty much almost got lost. It was like a maze of doors. It was the weirdest layout of a house I've ever been in. 
and it was old and there was wood paneling even on the inside. And as I would move from one room to the next, I was sensing like, this does not feel right. Like I, I would walk into one room and it was like, I don't like this. And then I would move into another. I'm like, oh, okay, this is okay. And, and then I would walk into this room. Oh, this was, this is awesome. This room's great. Lovely. Walk into the next room and be like, oh, I have to get out. I have to get out right now. So we left this house and I was like, this is the house that was in my dream. And I cannot live in this house. There is something in this house that is not feel good. So a lot of things transpired after that happened. It turned out that we ended up living in that house. And I'm living in that house today. <laughs> well, a lot of and things transpired of when you moved in. Thank you. A lot happened when I moved in. So when I first moved in, I couldn't move into my house. I had to stay in over at Michael's or my, uh, my friend's house. Okay. And let's, let's back up here. So this house, I just, I'm going to jump in just because you guys don't know what this house looks like, but I do. So this house is actually like two <laughs> separate houses with a main breezeway that's enclosed. So it looks like one giant funky house, like kind of a weird layout footprint, but there's a main entrance. And off of that main entrance, when you walk into the hallway, there are two other quote front doors that go into one house, uh, which belongs to a family member of Veronica's and then Veronica's, what is now Veronica's house. So anyway, so in the beginning, she was not living in her part of the house. Nice. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. <laughs> I feel like I could just go on because this the, the story of this house is very ornate, but I couldn't, I couldn't, the house had to be completely gutted um, because of mold, bad carpet, all this stuff. So that it almost, it felt like there was a lot that was being held in, in our home. Um, so we were staying at, at you know, my neighbor's house while this was all going on and they were clearing, gutting, pretty much gutting the house. Um, so as this is all happening, I'm walking through my house and I'm feeling like I can't live here. Like it's still feeling not good. Um, but everything's cleaned out. It's time for me to move over into my place. Um, don't feel good about it. First thing I do is I grab one of my ancestors paintings and put it on the wall. Like that was the very first thing was like, boom, put it on the wall, smudge everything, like just do my cleansing, you know, still not feeling so great, especially my daughter's bedroom, which was super creepy. Mm -hmm. um, there was something happening in that room. And it trans it what transpired is um before we even moved her into that room i wouldn't move her into that room because it felt so not right um one day i was walking into that room and i was before i stepped in down it was a converted garage so before i stepped down into the room oh. i just kind of hung out I was kind of hanging out in the doorway and just feeling like what's going on in this space right now. Like, and 
I was pushed, literally. I felt a push from behind. I fell forward and I twisted my ankle. And I heard a laugh. I swear, I heard a laugh. And I sat there and I was just like, I'm getting chills right now. I was frozen. Like, what is happening right now? Like, that did not happen. Like, that could not have happened. Like, my first thing was like, that's, that doesn't happen. Like, I'm like, something's behind me. There's, there's an animal. Like, I don't, well, all I have is a cat. Like, no, my family, nobody else is here. Like, how did that happen? Whew. Super intense. I was okay. You know, just twisted my ankles. <laughs> freaked out. I remember you were super freaked out because I talked to you. <laughs> yes. And I ended up calling our circle and being like, hey, I need help. I need to move my daughter into her room and I'm having a panic attack. I can't do it. I can't have her staying in my room with my husband. And, you know, she's a teenager. Like, this is, you know, this is my home. I have to mm-hmm. feel good in my home. You know, this mm-hmm. is not okay. And it wasn't just isolated to that room. Um, I had several things happen in the house there to, even to this day, stuff will happen. But my sister was like, okay, no, I saw somebody in the kitchen. Like that was one time I saw somebody in the kitchen. Like what just happened over there? Like I just saw a reflection and I'm like, okay, this is, this is real, mm-hmm. you know? this is really happening. I had people at my window, some guy at my window who was trying to like look in. There was cold blast, cold blasts of cold air coming into my bedroom at night where I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. So I called my sisters and was like, Hey, I need help. Help me. <laughs> Yeah. So we actually, it was really awesome. Came through. There was a lot of pounding and cleaning and clearing and calling and uh, like a lot of salt being in sprays and smokes and stuff, like clearing the space. And it was, it felt really awesome. It Mm -hmm. felt really good. And it wasn't over yet. (laughs) Like I could, we could tell like it's not over yet. Right. So I actually called another person a mediumship, uh, a woman who was a medium. And I said, Hey, I need you. Like, this is continuing. There's like more than one entity or something happening. Um, one was still in my daughter's room, even though we had cleared and worked on that, it still was not feeling right. Mm -hmm. Um, in another room and then another space, it was just like, it was, so she came over and did some major, like I learned a lot from that. Um, like we, she got tapped in, like there was, there's stuff going on this land. Yeah. So it wasn't just the house because the house wasn't that, it's not that old. It's not that old. It was like built in the fifties. But a um, lot of things happened there. And there were a lot of people that moved through that space too. Yes. A lot of, a lot of stuff has been held here. Mm-hmm. And whether that was from the people who lived here or echoes from way past or what echoes of things that other people have brought felt like this was a breeding ground. Um, so after that, that clearing that I, that she came over and really just helped me, you know, 
she really she was like this is what you're gonna do and this is how you're gonna maintain it and that's what it was it's about mm -hmm. maintenance because it it's not just it wasn't just one instance it was like okay i took care of it oh now i gotta do it again oh ears again but then it was less and less and now it's like oh no big deal right. <laughs> right. oh that okay i can handle that like i can do salt clearing a little prayer do some cleaning oh now it feels better you know mm -hmm. um but some of the techniques she gave me was really i was like oh this is something i'm gonna use like how to actually encapsulate and um entities that are not okay and to ask them to leave and to communicate with them um skills that i'm just was like wow mm -hmm. really valuable like it's, it's really important to ask for help at these times Totally. When it's like that, because it was really overwhelming in there. It was so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And you just, it's that feeling you walk in and you're like, this isn't right. Yeah. Like, this isn't right. Like, uh, and then you walk into the next room. Oh, that feels great. Right. It was strange. It's just very strange. But, but as the story progresses, it, it definitely has improved. I'm living in this house. I love my house. Mm -hmm. um, there are definitely... Emily has been in my house many times. There's been some times where it's like, what? What just happened there? It's kind of a little odd. Um, but it's nothing that can't be managed. And now that I feel like I have that skill, I'm like, okay, I know what that's like. Because at first I thought I was crazy, really. Yeah. I'm like, even I who believe in all, I believe in all of this stuff. I thought I was going crazy. I'm like, no, that's not. I made that up. Oh, something, I must have tripped. Like, no that was real. Yeah. Like I was pushed. Like there was a laugh. Nobody <laughs> else was there. Like <laughs> someone's messing with me right now. Something was messing with me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, and I want to speak to the fact that recently, can I share about what happened recently at your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So, so uh, recently I, Veronica was out of town and I was taking care of her cats and I went over there and uh well right before I went over there actually she called me to let me know that uh somebody had broken into her house and it was a transient fellow who had come in uh we weren't really sure how long he had been there or what had happened or whatnot but the police had come and apparently nothing had been taken and um I went over the next morning after this happened to take care of the cats who were fine, by the way, which was like my, my, oh, oh good. I'm glad I didn't take anything. Are the cats okay? You know, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, when I walked in there, I felt this woman in particularly in Veronica's living room, but there was a woman who had lived there who, who she died in your living room, right? Yeah, I didn't, I actually didn't share that, which is interesting. I found out that the woman who lived here before I did passed in my living room. Um, and I like to make up who she is, but I feel her. Mm -hmm. And I actually heard some stories because a past tenant had come by and he's the one who actually shared she, her ashes are sprinkled on this property. Um, so it does feel like she is a protector of this house. That's and totally what it um, felt like when I went over there. Yeah. Yeah, but she she's I here. Feel her like in the living room. Like, okay, she's she's telling me like she's here, and nothing's gonna mess with this space. Like, there was a really strong 
like a pushing vibe, like pushing against the walls, you know? Yeah. Definitely a feminine energy. It was so profound. And I've been to your house and I've never felt it quite like that. So I really associated it with here's this, this incident that just occurred and like, she's powering up. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's, I mean, that's awesome because, because the medium that I had brought in had, had, had recognized her Mm. and she's like, Oh, there's a woman here. And I was like, we literally were sitting in the room she passed in. And I was like, yeah, this, you know, she's like, she is, she's the one you need to talk to. You, you need, she's the protector of this house. Like she loved this house. She's not going to let anything happen to you or your family or this house because, you know, we love this house. We're putting our love, you know, we're not, we're improving. Like she was a gardener. She planted all these beautiful plants and I'm a gardener and I'm planting all these beautiful plants right next to hers. I'm not digging her plants up, you know, like I'm having respect for this property and she feels it, you know, and she is, the protector. And that's cool that you brought that up, Emily. If yeah, that, that's kind of a big piece. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on at this house. I'm yes, telling you. There is a lot going on at that house. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting listening to you tell your story because uh, it brought up a memory for me about when we were house hunting and uh, I had had this dream about a house about this um, this murder that happened and this body in a closet. And we went to this house that was like on this beautiful piece of land. I, I just thought, oh my gosh, we couldn't have picked a cooler like location for this place. And we pulled up and I had kind of a weird feeling and I walked in the door and I was like, okay, there just, something fell off. I didn't have a really firm no, just walking in the door, but like, I felt a little uneasy, I guess, for lack of a better word. And my husband was like, oh my God, this is the house. This is so amazing. Look at this room. Look at this. And like, and I was like, yeah, I should be freaking out right now about how awesome this place is, but something's not sitting right with me. And when we went to look at the bedrooms, I walked into this one bedroom at the end of the hall and my dream was in my face and all my alarm bells were going off. And I was like, somebody was murdered here in this closet. Like, or like, like it was so vivid, the sensation and the, and I don't know. I mean, there's no record of it, right? There, you know, they have to release records if somebody died in a house within a certain amount of time. There was no nothing like that. Uh, looking, actually went home, like looked up like that address and police record to see if anything police related came up, nothing came up, but it was just something wrong about that room and about that house. And uh, I pushed and pushed and said, we're not putting an offer on it. (laughs) I can't can't live there. Like it is not, it's not an okay place. So we did not. And I, to this day, don't know what happened there, but there was something about that one room that mm-hmm. was just like, no, no, it's all bad. Uh, and, you know, this is totally, it's unrelated, but it's also interesting in that we drove by probably five years or so after we did not buy the house. And the entire front um, siding of the house was rotted from, it wasn't when we went and looked at it, but for somehow it had rotted from the, from the ground up probably a solid two feet. It was all just in like pieces and like moldy and we're like, oh, wow. Like 
like kind of thank God we didn't get that place because, you know, <laughs> that looks like a lot of work. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it also made me think like, was this a warning or was it actually a spirit that was there, you know, or was it a combo or what? Anyway, when you were talking about your dream, I had forgotten about that and it came back to the surface. Yeah. yeah our psyches connecting with other things. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like in the other, you know, connecting you to the other realm, to the spirit realm, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Well, and when we moved into our house here, we, you know, our house was built in like 1967. It's not that old. Um, but our neighbor had told us that there was an elderly gentleman who lived here who had passed away in the house. Um, it happened, you know, long enough ago that it was not something they had to disclose when we purchased it. But uh, I felt him or somebody, some man here in the house when we moved in and I would see him on my couch. So whenever I would get up in the night to go to the bathroom, I would see him sitting on the couch and um, it, he, like I wear glasses or contacts. So in the night I don't have those on, right? And so everything's kind of blurry, but I could see the outline of him there. And it freaked me out at first, but then I was like, okay, he's here. And I had cleared the house. You know, I did like a whole clearing ceremony before we moved our stuff in. Um, but I did it again after I had seen him for a time. And I was like, you know, dude, you gotta, you gotta move on. Like, <laughs> so um, he did. I mean, I felt I had a conversation with him. I asked him to leave and he did. Uh, I, I feel like wherever he went, he's good. And it, what, he wasn't like a bad feeling. There was no negativity. It just felt a little weird to have somebody else in my house that I didn't know um, who felt attached to the place. And anyway, it's always fascinating to me what energies hang on, mm -hmm. you know? So uh, yeah, I want to tell one more story here. You were going to say something, Veronica? I was just going to say, you know, it, it comes in different ways as the woman that I had in my house that passed. Like, I want her to, like, her to stay. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, yes, please. Mm -hmm. You know, I need that. Whereas you're like, actually, you're kind of, you're like up in the middle of the night. I'm up in the middle of the night. I don't need you hanging on the sofa. Okay. Right. <laughs> and we're good. <laughs> and scene you yeah. know what i'm saying like <laughs> totally there are times when you, it's like yeah i could use that support and there's times with like yeah we're good you can mm -hmm. move along you know yeah yes absolutely what's um, your story sorry well, I'm interrupting. Yeah. So I mean, I have a couple stories actually. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell two. They're both really short. But uh, one of them is that I used to live in my family home and I, I must've been, I don't know, my late teens or early twenties, I think. And I was living there. I think I was in my early twenties and we had an entryway where you walked into the front of the house and there was a living room. And then right straight ahead of you was another door that went into the kitchen that went into a family room and dining room. So it was like kind of a long, long shot into the living spaces of this house. And I was sitting in the back room, which was the family room. And I was reading a magazine and I was waiting for somebody. And now I can't remember who it was I was waiting for, but I was expecting someone to come home. And so I was sitting on the couch and I had my back to the entryway to this room. 
and I heard the front screen door open and close. And I didn't think anything of it. Uh, it was a wooden screen door and it creaked a certain way and it opened and closed. And I thought the person I was expecting was coming home. Um, and I felt somebody walk up behind me and lean over and whisper in my ear. Oh. And I could feel them. I mean, like right there. <laughs> and I thought it was, I wish I could remember who I thought was coming home. I just remember really clearly thinking that's messed up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it made me jump up off the couch startled and there was nobody. And whatever they whispered in my ear, I could not make sense. It was more like, psh, 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 right? Yeah, I can see the creeps. <laughs> right? It was so creepy, but I could feel it. Like I could feel their breath on my ear, the whole thing. I mean, like even just talking about it now, I can remember it so clearly. Um, and I still have no idea who that was or what, what that was about, but it scared the crap out of me. I'll tell you that. Um, and also happened in that house was on two occasions, I was in my bedroom home alone and I had the door shut and I heard somebody walking down the hallway and I saw the light change under the door, but nobody Whoa. else was in the house. And that was very scary. And that happened twice in the time that I lived there. Um, again, not a super old house. I think it was built in the fifties, maybe the forties, the fifties. Um, my parents were maybe the second owners of it. So it didn't have a lot of history, you know, as far as things that might've happened there, but there was just something energetically that was there. And that's the other point I want to make about kind of spirit stuff is that sometimes we create the energy in a space. So in that same house, my dad, um, who has since passed, but he had obsessive compulsive disorder, really high anxiety. Um, it was a really interesting energy and sometimes pretty dark. He was a lovely man, don't get me wrong. Super loving guy, love my dad so much and miss him every day. So don't get me, don't, you know, I wanna make sure you, I gotta, I gotta say that about him. But, um, <laughs> but he struggled, he struggled in life. And, and uh, one of the things that felt like it was left in that house was this really heavy energy when he moved. So he moved out, this is long, you know, years before he died, he moved out and I was living there and I got roommates. And before my roommates moved in, I went and my dad had moved out. I cleared the entire house. Like I went through with salt water and did every single nook and cranny of that house. I splashed salt water on and I was chanting and like, you know, just trying to clear and get the energy out and moving through. And then I went through again with sage and used smoke and did that whole thing. So the energy in that house completely shifted. And my husband now was my boyfriend at the time. He came over after I did that. And he was like, what the hell happened in here? This feels like a completely different house. He had no idea what I'd done. And I told him and he was like, whoa, he's, and that was, I think was when he first started like going, hmm, this might be like a <laughs> thing. <laughs> but before I did that, we would see orbs all the time in the house. You would think you would see like a cat running around a corner or something and there wouldn't be anything there. And it was like, it was a pretty constant thing, but I really think it was the accumulation of my dad's energy and his anxiety that kind of got shed off into the space. And once it was cleared, it was, it really was like a whole new place. So I tell this story because 
I totally believe in spirits. I totally believe in the spirit realm and that, you know, people can come back or energies can come back and communicate with us or, or maybe they don't leave. Um, that part I'm not hundred percent sure on, but I know they exist. And at the same time, I also know that we living humans can also leave energy behind. And I think mm -hmm. that's a really important thing to know so that, you know, when you're clearing something to tune into like, what does this feel like? Is this just an energetic clearing I'm doing? And maybe even starting there because energy does accumulate, right? Yep. So that's my, my two stories that turned into like 10, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> they multiplied. I think like everybody has, I feel like everyone has stories like that that they can't explain, you know? Yes. Like, but I mean, there are some people that would explain, could explain anything, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so sure, you could explain that. But yeah, there's some things where you're like, huh, okay. You know, that gives you, makes you wonder, you know? Gives you pause. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I actually think that Veronica and I could totally do a whole other podcast on more spirit stories. So maybe we'll do a part two. And, That's a great idea. Um, and share like a few more stories or, you know, yeah. Anyway, I think that's a really good idea because we do have a lot and uh, yeah, there's always more to tell. Things are always happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, if you believe in different dimensions, they're existing at the same time, maybe. Totally. Yeah. I, I can get on board with that. <laughs> I know this is a witchy podcast, but this feels really appropriate, as I mentioned, for this time of year and shifting into that, you know, that thinning veil, uh, that seasonal, that fall season always feels just a little bit more spooky. Maybe that's just because of the culture we've grown up in, <laughs> with Halloween being all, you know, scary. Uh, well, and I, I feel like, you know, this, the idea of spooky too is also because we don't know. Mm-hmm you know, we don't get to know. So we are all guessing. Right. right. <laughs> so when you don't know something, it's, it can be kind of scary, you know? Yep. My very wise grandmother said that the only thing, the things that we don't know, we'll never get to know as when we're living is what happens before we're born and after we die. And we're not supposed to know that because it's supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> now my yeah. grandmother promised me, you know, we talked be well before she died, but she promised me she would come back and, and find a way to tell me if there was life after death. So grandma, I'm still waiting. Like <laughs> <laughs> she knows you need that. I come know on, she grandma. knows I need that, but I it's don't, fine. she's probably like, and that's Emily's lesson to learn in this. Yeah, life. maybe. And she's that's your surprise. <laughs> That's your surprise. Grandma's still teaching you, Emily. Yeah. Well, grandma will teach me till I die, I'm sure. That's, you know, I hear her voice in my head almost every day with something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even like mundane things like pull your hair out of your face, put on your sun hat, make sure you wipe that toothpaste out of the sink. Wear more color. You're too drab. <laughs> well, my what grandma would have said. Is that what your grandma would say? <laughs> You need to wear more color. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
so funny. Uh, well, thanks, Emily. Yeah, this is f- October, my favorite oh. month. I know your birthday month. My Veronica's birthday is this month, everybody. <laughs> How old will you be turning, Veronica? 42. Woo-hoo. Nice. Or 24, you know, <laughs> flip it. 24, 42. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, until next time, everybody, keep it magical. And we will be talking to you in about a week with sharing some more stories. Take good care. Thanks for tuning in to The Witch Next Door. You can help others find us by subscribing to and rating this podcast. If you're interested in supporting this work, you can do so through the Anchor support link in our description. And if you're ready to dive a little deeper, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the Wise Woman Witchery Diving Deeper monthly membership group. The details and sign-up link are available there. And remember, you are magic. Embrace it. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.